0: All right, Johnny Gill here live from Champions Location. Uh welcome to everyone's a critic. I'm here with my co host uh Sean Ellis. Sean say hello to the people. How you guys doing? All right, uh episode number eighty, uh it's a special one. Got a couple guys in the background. Shout out to Larry, shout out to uh what's my guy's name? Austin. Austin mentioned yeah. in the house. They saying what's up. Mm-hmm. They're peeking through the window. Okay, we're gonna get uh we're gonna get started with the podcast tonight, you guys. Um Week number two, uh, we had uh, two games. Monstars played the Bullets. Uh, the Bullets defeat the Monstars yet again, eighty-five uh, to eighty-one. Another tough loss uh, for the Monstars. X posted a triple-double, twenty-four, 10 and ten. But that wasn't enough.
1: No. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> I-, I hate to say this, man, but I'm not gonna be able to pick these guys anymore <laughs> going forward mm. until they prove they can get a win. Uh, it's been, almost been a season and a half now since the last time these guys were able to pull off a win. Mm-hmm. And like I say, the talent's there, and I really want these guys to win. But they can't quite get over the hump. Mm-hmm. Granted, they play a very good team, a talented team, and a team that was coming off a loss as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had an opportunity to win this game. They were down two with two minutes left and had a bad turnover where the Bulls went and capitalized and scored and went back up four and could never quite catch up with them after that. So they were right there if there's any civil lining. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the loss. They were right there ready to get a win. They were down the majority of the game. Had a mm-hmm. really, really slow start. Mm-hmm. Uh, but were able to fight their way back in it. Got back in it. Had a game. Uh, had the game right there. And just couldn't quite get there and get the win. So, uh, and they also had a new guy, uh, Chris Taylor, who mm-hmm. got added to their team. And he played really well for his first game. He did. Double-double. Uh, double. Had a double-double. Opened up for him. Um, and he, again, put him in position to win the game. But you know, missed it. You know, ended up losing by four, unfortunately. And like I said, going forward, I'm not gonna pick you guys anymore. Yeah, but <laughs> still rooting for you. He was still rooting for you. <laughs> this is
0: my record. You know, I, it can't take any more hits. It's gonna have. To, it's gonna have to be my fault. Uh, let's talk about the bullets now, because we will touch on the Mars Stars a little later. Um, the bullets had a, a great showing. A two-man punch, uh, 55 points combined from. Uh, Dante, Mr. PPR, and uh, Larry Money Mooney, thirty mm-hmm. points for Larry, twenty-five points, fifteen rebounds, and eleven assists. Another uh, triple double for uh, Mr. Dante. This is starting to become a theme for him. Now, ex <laughs> post his second career one. Now Dante has done this a couple of times, maybe yeah. maybe three or three or four. Last time I remember, right. uh, is Mr. PPR going to keep this run up? I think right now he's
1: averaging right at a triple-double, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, Russell Westbrook. But he's... Uh, he's not a gunner like Russell. But he's not a gunner <laughs> like Russell. He plays with a lot more control than Russell does. Yes, but, but yeah, he's uh, he's right there. He was ranked, actually, after last Thursday's game, ranked number two in the nation yeah. uh, in PPR uh, as the second most efficient player in the whole country. Yeah. Um and I think right now they have him in the top five, maybe number five or six right now in the country. Mm-hmm. So he's doing this, and he's doing this against talent here in the Houston area, which is one of the more talented areas in the whole country. Uh, and like I say, no not, no disrespect to any of the Ultimate Hoop Leagues around mm-hmm. the country. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like I said, some of those guys putting up fifteen and 60 points against guys, you know, these – 45-year-old plumbers, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to the plumbers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's not the same as, you know, the kind of numbers he's putting up against, you know, more talented guys down here in, in the city of Houston. So, uh, big up to Dante uh, for what numbers he's putting up.
0: Yeah, right. He's right at uh, a triple-double if you round it up. 31 by 13 and 10, so... Yeah, I mean that's that's impressive. Now now Larry uh Larry also had 30 right. uh and a much more efficient night shooting over 53% from the field and right at 50 from 3, 83% uh from the free throw line. So yeah. he didn't see very many misses.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think he got we were getting on him on last on the last, um, last podcast by his horrible shooting. Mm-hmm. He went 0 for 9 last week. Uh no, I ain't going to say he shot him out of the game, but he definitely didn't help their cause at all. And mm. we said here on the podcast as well that if he even makes a third of those threes and, you know, makes 4% of his shots, you know, they probably win that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, for him, I guess he came in the gym, got some extra shots up. Saw him in the gym earlier today, he was getting some shots up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he knows where his money is, okay? So, yeah. he definitely got, got extra shots up, got some extra run in, and he definitely looked a lot better last week, so. I mean, he's going to continue have to continue to do that for them to have a shot against some of the teams that they'll be uh, going up against in the future here.
0: I agree. Okay, the second uh, game of the night, Lake Houston Live versus Alliance. Lake Houston Live uh, defeated Alliance eighty-nine to sixty-eight. Now let's 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 dig into this game because first of all, let's just say this: Alliance, they got a serious serious wake-up call. Yeah. Now, even without uh, the heavy hitter Duke. Yeah, and we don't know for sure if uh, if Duke will be playing yet. We right. we still don't know. I mean, he hasn't shown up, so I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But nine how much did they have in the first quarter? Four points. Yeah, four true. points in the first quarter. Nineteen points in the first half. That's a recipe for disaster.
1: Yeah, they they look very similar to the Rockets where they just couldn't make a shot. And what happens is when you can't make a shot early, it you know it does something to your defense. You just don't have the same effort on defense mm-hmm. and. They couldn't make any shots early, and they start getting back on defense, and then the floodgates just opened up. And granted, I mean, Lake Houston is a very good team right they now. They are. And so it's, it, a lot of it had to do with Lake Houston. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the Lions played a terrible game. They couldn't. They just couldn't make a shot. They missed a ton of layups. They missed open jumpers. They couldn't make free throws. You know, it, mm. it was, it was all-around so bad. Lay on that room. Yeah, it was an all-around bad shooting game for them. Uh, the worst Shooting game I've seen them have in a season and a half now. So, I, silver lining for them, I keep talking about that, is I don't think they can play any worse no. than what they no. played uh, last week. But, again, it was the primetime game. It was the game of the week. Yes, and we hyped this game up. Yeah, and they didn't show up. Mm. They did not show up. So, uh, going forward, is this something... Uh, that is a precursor for what the rest of the season's going to be mm. or was it just a bad night anomaly and they'll move forward and be the team that I expect them to be going forward we shall see but mm. again Lake Houston big ups to them we didn't talk about them enough yeah us to them, they just went out there. And just, Five
0: guys in double figures, yeah, just balanced,
1: just balanced. They bust, yeah, they didn't have a guy who had 40 or anything no. like that, it was just really balanced. You got yeah. them there, what, uh, we got Anthony at 21, Anthony had 21, 18, 15, 14, 17. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just it's yeah. just balanced scoring, and it, playing and, and let's, let's
0: let's be honest, Sean, it, it could have got a lot worse, yeah. I, I felt like. Lake Houston kind of took their foot off the gas. (laughs) They did. Uh, Because I felt like they should have easily gotten the hundreds.
1: It's hard to say that a team that loses by 21 actually lost by more than that. Mm -hmm. But they probably did. They lost their game by 21. But, again, they probably lost by 35, honestly. Like, they came out there no nonsense. They came out there and just kicked their butt from the jump. Bank Houston looked like they kind of felt sorry for him
0: too. I'm just being honest, man. They they I could I could see it. They were like, oh man, this is getting bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Alliance is your week to kind of get the the bad end of the podcast. They felt bad. I'm being honest, they felt bad for me. I could tell. Yeah. It's how it looked. Oh, okay, look, that's how it looked. It looked like they they felt bad for y'all. So I mean, I am even looking at the shoe percentages from the guys from uh the Alliance. They didn't have a guy shoot. Well, Howard shot
0: over 50%. I was going to say, actually, Howard did have a decent game. Yeah. He did have a decent game, but nothing more. Nothing Nothing more besides
1: him. But everybody else, you know, we had a guy shoot absolutely 0%. They had another guy shoot 38%. They had a guy shoot 29%. Another guy shot 36%. Can't shoot worse than zero. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My goodness. We're not even going to say who it is. Oh, man. But, yeah, uh, it's just. I mean, it was rough, you know they didn't do a very good job of uh even giving themselves putting themselves in position to be competitive in that game, so mm. again, I don't think they could play any worse, and I don't think they will
0: yeah, uh alliance man y'all y'all gotta get it together that was that was rough to watch and it's 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 hard to talk about, yeah, <laughs> so let's move on to our next segment all right, on to the power rankings uh power rankings have been sent off to Luke. Uh Luke will be posting those. I'm just going to go ahead and talk about it you guys. I mean, it's I'm going to start at the bottom. I'm going to start at the bottom. Uh as of right now, I have uh the Monstars uh at the bottom, they're 0 2. Um off to another slow start. Second game they did play a lot better. So they're not at a bottom bottom low too where they're going to remain there uh no matter what they do. This week, so you know they have they definitely have room for improvement. I have them at number four. Yeah, uh, at number three, I'm going to actually put Alliance at number three. Yeah, yeah, and I understand that you know uh, they beat the bullets, right? Yeah, they did yeah, they, the they they did beat the bullets, so. Uh, you know, technically they should be number two, but the way y'all got beat down, man, yeah, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just, I gotta put y'all at the bottom. I gotta put y'all at three. I, I just, I left yeah. me no choice. Had the game been competitive, yeah. I'd be like, okay, y'all, I'll have y'all at two, but y'all are for sure, for sure, number three. Yeah, bullets. I have them. Uh, I have them number two. Uh, the bullets look good, man. Yeah, they man. actually have. I think they have the blueprint to actually take down uh Lake Houston. To be honest with you, with the shooting, the spacing, uh Dante leading the way with his bullet. with his uh, brilliance on the court. Um, I just think they need one more piece, just one more piece, and that'll for sure have them uh, a chance to take down uh Lake Houston. But right now, I don't see any team having a chance besides <laughs> the bullets right now. I just don't. And uh, I mean, obviously Lake Houston. The number one, they're 2-0, and uh, I was teetering on putting them at number one after week one, after what I saw, uh, without their, their heavy hitters. Right. So I was definitely right about my prediction about putting them up, and I'm definitely going to keep them at number one until further notice.
1: Well, I will say this. Uh, it's a telltale week, because mm-hmm. with the two hottest teams, which are the uh, Bullets and the Lake Houston, mm-hmm. they'll be playing each other mm-hmm. in the primetime game. And the two teams that struggled last week could we'll be playing each other uh, in the 7 o'clock game tomorrow mm. uh, with the Alliance and the Monstars. Um, so, I s- expect mm. two very competitive games. I said mm. that last week. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I, did. I did. We only got one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did even look at one. Uh, but I expect two competitive games. I think the, the Monstars are, are probably a little angry. Mm. uh. And I expect the Alliance to play, be playing a little angry. They should be angry. Yeah, as a defending champs, and right now they're kind of dropping down the total pole, they're yeah. losing a little respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like as the defending champ, you know, you probably should feel a little respected. Yeah. Dropping all the way to the number three in the power rankings. Yes, you know, one
0: from one to three. Yeah, from one
1: to three. Ooh, yeah. So it's <laughs> quite a dip. Yeah. So well, with that being said, you know, they're on the bottom half, uh, and it's not a position I think they've been in a very long time. Yeah. Uh, so. Like I said, two competitive games tomorrow. The we're seeing with Squeak, X, Cliff, those guys. Uh, and the Alliance, you know. We'll see with Brian. If he comes from the table, he can pull out anything. Mm. Howard, uh, mm. uh, Teron, the rest of those guys sweat. See if they all get a better performance tomorrow and have a very competitive game. Mm. Then, like I said, Lake Houston versus the Bulls will be very interesting tomorrow. Uh, mm. So, hopefully, Dante kind of gets the juices flowing and mm. it's ready to go. Because, like I said, against Lake Houston, they will definitely... Definitely, definitely. You know <laughs> be ready what? to go. And speaking
0: of alliance, uh, it just seems like something's missing from them. Yeah. Right. I would say another guard. I uh, think the guard play is glaring. They have a lot of post play. Yeah. But not a lot of guard play outside of Brian. Yeah. Uh,
1: they definitely need another ball handler. Somebody kind of can set some things up for them. Spacing. And spin, yeah, and it kind of hurts the spacing because they don't have uh, enough shooting. Mm. Uh Gino, hopefully I saw him out here working out earlier. So Gino's not a true guard though. Yeah, he's kind of a tweener. He's like a he's like a a three. Yeah, and between a three and a two, he's yeah. not a true guard. And like I said, I saw him out here putting in his work earlier. So I think, I think he's ready for the challenge. He seemed a little bit more prepared than, like I said, he kind of came in last week. Uh, so we'll see. We'll definitely see coming in tomorrow what's going on. What's going to happen? Well, I know a guy, uh, <laughs> that's uh well
0: he's 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 been very uh vocal uh on the on the Houston page. He says he's coming back. Uh if you look at his career stats, he's uh he's very accomplished. Yeah. Uh not in the terms of championship. He has played in a championship game, he's very, very accomplished. I'm just not gonna say his name. If you just go back, he's a guy, uh a guy, no, he's not from here. He's uh he's from up north. Uh okay. where uh where Aaron Rodgers plays. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's, and he, okay. And he says he's coming back. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna leave it up to the. I'm leave it up to him. I'll, I'll. I'll wait till I see it. I'll see it when I
1: believe it. Yeah you go. Tell him come through, man. We we yeah. always use the competition. I, I'm. I'm already for. I don't need any more twenty point blowouts, man. So yeah. if anybody we can add to the league <laughs> that's gonna prevent those twenty point blowouts, come on down, man.
0: Please. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Uh, let's move on to our next segment. Alrighty. Now, uh, this next segment, this is going to hurt me a little bit, but I have to do this. The Monstars, they are streaking. Yeah. They are definitely streaking, but not in a good way. They are on a losing streak, a snide, a slump. Yeah. Uh, I don't have my thesaurus in front of me. I could, I could go on <laughs> if I had it, but I don't. Dating back to last season, uh, as you mentioned... They are currently on an eight-game losing streak, which the, is the equivalent yeah. of a full season and, yeah. and missing the playoffs. Yeah. Eight games. Yeah. Now, I, you know, normally what I, I've noticed what I've done. And I, and I hate to do this, but I think this is necessary now. A lot of times what I do, when I talk about the Monstars, I'll say, somebody got to help X. Somebody gotta help X. X is doing it all. Nobody's helping X. He doesn't, I sound like Skip. Uh, he, LeBron doesn't have enough help. LeBron doesn't have enough help. But you know what, X? I hate to say this, man, but I'll put it on you now. I think I have to put it on you now because you set the tone, you're the leader, you're the GM, you're the guy who uh you're, the way you start the game determines how the game is gonna feel. They feed off of your energy, off of your body language. Off of uh, your play. Now, I mean, you know, he's gonna put up gaudy numbers, of course. Uh, You know, like I said, he had triple double last week. wasn't Wasn't the most efficient triple double. It wasn't terrible. I mean, under you know under fifty percent is kind of you know eh, I'm not you know I'm not there's nothing to throw a parade over. But I feel like X needs to come out and put the team on his back and and at no point uh, relinquish any momentum to the other team. A win this week would definitely, I think, would definitely get them in the right direction. I think it's solely on X. This this game three
1: right here is solely on him. Yeah, uh, especially coming against the defending champs. Uh, I don't see how they can't get up for this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're playing the defending champs, and the defending champs coming off a loss. So you know the defending champs feel some type of way. Uh, this game can definitely elevate them, too. Mm-hmm. You know, you t- take them from that bottom spot to... You know, definitely third. Definitely had, third. You know, but hey, you know, if they look good enough, maybe even second, you know. So, I, I just think that at this point, like I said, you put putting on X. You know, X had a, a Russell Westbrook-type triple-double last mm-hmm. week. You know, uh, where he wasn't as efficient. Um, down the stretch, you know, balls in his hands a lot, you know. That he had a costly turnover. Costly turnover mm-hmm. right there mm-hmm. with him up two. Uh, and, you know... And Uncharacteristic, I, too. Yeah. He doesn't do that. Yeah, not often. And so, yeah, they have to figure out a way, you know, to finish out games. They figure out a way to kind of get back into a game. But they got to figure out a way to start games well mm-hmm. and end games well. Uh, so, that in-between stuff, they seem to do okay. But the start of the game and the end of the game, they haven't done well. So, they can get a good start tomorrow. I mean, I think you play with confidence when you get a, get a good start. And you usually finish well when you get a good start. So, we'll see. We'll definitely see. And
0: you know what? And – X actually finished uh, second team uh, all champions uh, last season. Should he have been first? Looking at his numbers, absolutely, right. absolutely, he should have been first. But like I said, it all it all contributes at the end. It all it's all looked upon with a uh, team success. And I felt like last season, uh, you know, with one win, that's not good enough. Good enough right? That's not good enough. That's like um, a like a uh, 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 a really really good player. Uh, making an argument to make the All Star team, no, yeah. it's not gonna happen. Never, that never happens. That right. never, never happens. So, you know, X, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm rooting for you, but you, I'm putting this on you, man. You have to, you have to come up with this victory. And I think, like you said, that will propel them. Uh, depending on how uh, the Bullets look, mm-hmm. that could actually, I could actually jump them up to, up to two. If the Bullets don't look impressive, yeah. then I'll put them on as well as the up at two. Yeah,
1: absolutely, and. They need that, man. Like I said, they were team. Confidence-wise, they needed it. Yes, absolutely. They were a team, like I said, last summer where I thought that they could play for a championship and they never could quite get over that hump. Uh, no matter what, no matter how well they played, they ended up playing a team that was playing that much better in a lot of cases. I remember them playing the team that we thought was going to win the championship in New Era who was just beating the heck out of teams mm-hmm. throughout the summer. They played them as tough a game as anybody played them. Um, definitely. If not the the toughest game, at least the second toughest game that New mm-hmm. Era played, and they got off
0: to that high start that and we were talking about. And they got off the high
1: start that we were talking about was Squeak mm-hmm. couldn't miss, and you know they were playing really well, and they just couldn't finish it out at the end. So when they when you play like that, I think they're as good as anybody. They can play with anybody, mm-hmm. but again, like I said, they can't start from behind. You mm-hmm. know, they can't have that bad start and end up you know. Trying to fight their way back in the game. I mean, it's exhausting to fight your way back in the game. And it's and, a game
0: of runs. The other team's going to make a run too. Yeah, and if absolutely. you're trying to
1: fight back, it's going to demoralize you. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Which ends up happening to them quite often. Yeah, <laughs> it's tough. All right, uh, let's move on to our next segment. All right, now, on to the predictions. Uh, so, for week three, we have, at the 7 o'clock game, Alliance uh, versus the Monstars. Alliance is 1-1. One one. They just got smacked in the mouth. <laughs> the Monstars are 0-2, looking for their first win since week three, which will be the anniversary of the last uh, season that we had. Um, are they a week three team, or is
1: this just a coincidence? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Uh, you yeah, you're probably right. Maybe uh, maybe they're a week three team. I don't know if if they do pull off another win. Hopefully, it doesn't end like uh last. Yeah, they uh, can keep game. that going. Yeah, they, <laughs> they'll be their only win again. Um, yeah. we'll see. I'm gonna say I'm not gonna pick them because I've been let down so many times. Mm. I'm definitely gonna go with the alliance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monsters prove me wrong. Got a score. I'm gonna go.
0: I feel like this would be high score on
1: this one. Yeah. Yeah, neither team played any defense last week. Mm-hmm. Uh well Monster's the picked their defense up in the second half. Uh I'm gonna go ninety two to eighty seven. Mm. Alliance. Ninety two to eighty seven Love. What you thinking? I'm thinking uh around there.
0: I was gonna say um I was thinking maybe like uh a six-point game. I was thinking more like 97-91. Okay. And uh Alliance uh will push towards the end. Right. But come up short. Oh. Yeah. So I'm going to say they were down by more, but they're going to cut into that lead. So uh I'm going to pick. I'm actually going to pick the Monstars. Oh.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: I said I wasn't going to do that, X.
1: Don't let me down, man.
0: <laughs> do not let me down. I said I wasn't going to pick y'all. Yeah, they
1: uh. I, I I see I see it being a, a very competitive game. I just see the monster, not monsters. The alliance just have a little more gas at the end. Mm-hmm. But you you're going opposite.
0: Your I'm going to go with against what I said. <laughs> yes, I know what I said. I'm going against what I said. <laughs> Sounds good to me, man. We'll see. We shall see. Okay, now bullets versus Lake Houston live. Ah, this is a hard one for me because, like I said, the bullets do have the blueprint. But Lake Houston Live is clicking right now. Yeah. They are clicking. Uh, yeah, they look good. They look really good. Seems like this has been a long week, though. I don't know why. It just seemed like this week took forever for this uh, for the league to uh, get back going. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but um, I think Lake Houston Live cools off this week. Mm. I'm going to actually go, and I have a possibility of going 0-2. <laughs> I'm going to actually go, uh, I'm going to go Bullets. Wow. Uh I'm going to go 83
1: to 80 bullets. Wow. Yeah. Well, you're definitely pulling my that this week, man. Mm. You're, going, you're going with the underdogs. Um, pull back to 500. If I'm, <laughs> <up>. <laughs> I'm definitely going to say – I would I I like to, you know, see Dante pull it off. But I'm going gonna, gonna to just kind of get on the, the Lake Houston train right I'm, now, man. You're going to go with the spread? And, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to say – Ninety two, eighty two, uh, Lake Houston. Mm. I don't a convincing know. Win. Yeah, with well, a convincing win, I'm not sure. Even though, like I said, I do think they had a formula. I do also see a few matchup problems. I still feel like a uh, bullets at times seem like they're trying to find themselves. Yeah, you know, find good matchups, find good subs, try and find a good rotation that works with everything. So, mm-hmm. I um. Now, like I say, three weeks from now, four weeks from now, this might be different. Mm. But right now, just seems like that Lake Houston thing is really running. I'm gonna go ahead and jump mm. on that Lake Houston train right now. And I'm gonna say they ninety two eighty two with a nice win for Lake Houston in the prime time game again.
0: Ooh, that's tough, man. I'm definitely taking a big risk. You're playing it safe. I like <laughs> it. We're on the opposite sides of the spectrum. Uh I just hope I'm, I hope I'm, right, I'm right. <laughs> All
1: right. Like I say, I want those teams to win. I do. I want the Bullets to win. I want the All-Stars to win. But I don't know if it, I see it
0: happening. It way. goes, it, you know, it, it plays into the, the narrative of the league being more competitive. Absolutely. You know, so it, it, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm being hopeful. There you go. So, We'll see. All right, let's move into our next segment. My favorite in the news segment. All right, uh, in the news, in the news. What's in the news? We're gonna start with the uh, Houston Rockets. I'm a Rockets fan, yeah. Uh, not a diehard fan right now. I'm a Rockets fan, though, by uh, by default. I'm a Houston sports fan. Uh, I'm currently wearing a James Harden t-shirt, <laughs> uh, and, and James Harden is hurt, and the Rockets, right now, stink. Yeah. We are one in five, got blown out by the Blazers, Defense, like you said, also uh, actually looked decent uh, last time, but the offense was terrible. Chris Paul, five for eighteen, I think that's what he finished with. Five for eighteen, uh, nobody can score. Yeah, I, I think we shot under. I know we shot under fifty. Probably
1: what close to thirty percent. Yeah, I think it was. They ended up shooting like thirty-two percent for the <sighs> game. It's crazy. Uh, I may have loss for words, man, because I'm actually i've been a houston rocket fan since i was four or five years old i remember going to rice game as four and five years old so i kind of take their losses to heart a lot of times and uh i got to watch them play the lakers that was the only game i got to watch them play mm-hmm. and then i got to watch them a little bit last night and, i watched
0: the Lakers game too
1: and um everybody had been telling me how bad the defense has been mm-hmm. and so when i was turning the game on last night and i saw them the first 10 possessions of the game, the, Bla- the Blazers on the score one time, like, the first 10 possessions. And then one field goal, the first 10 possessions. I was like, okay, defense looks they, like they figured it out. Mm. So, I felt feeling really good. And then, the more and more I watched it, they couldn't put the ball in the hole. They saved their life. And it's hard to believe that team, even though James was out, yeah, which has a big... This is a big part of it, you know. Is uh, that why we're finally playing defense? <laughs> I mean, it's sad. Be, I don't know. I, I mean, you know, again, they have to figure it out. Because if, if you want to blame him for the lack of defense, then who the hell is there to blame for the lack of scoring last night? Cause, how about see, how about Carmelo, 2 for 12? Well, and that, that I was about to get to that. You know, he came off a game where I heard last game he scored 24. Mm-hmm. And then last night, I'm sitting there watching. It, it's weird to see. Carmelo Anthony actually be passive. Yeah. It was a couple opportunities where, look, they're getting their butt kicked, and and he wasn't very aggressive at all. I saw him swing the ball a time too many where I almost feel like, I feel like, is he thinking too much in this new situation?
0: Look, Harden's not here. We need you to score. Absolutely. This
1: is what what you are here for. Absolutely. You are a score. Don't be anything that you're not. And And I just saw him just maybe being a little too dependent on Eric Gordon in, in CP3. And like I said, Eric Gordon can't make a layup save his life right now, mm. let alone a shot. Mm. Uh, you know, what's the name? Chris Paul went 5 for 18 last night. Mm. Melo went 2 for 12. Uh, P.J. Tucker, I think, made a shot 50%, but he was the only one. Uh, the guys come to the Ben, Michael Carter Williams, couldn't make a shot.
0: P.J. Tucker, his, his shots are all high percentage shots because they're in the flow of the game. Yeah. But you, when you got all those scores trying to go to work,
1: it just, uh, it just looks bad. Yeah, you especially know, if it's not working. I, I think you know it was really sorry. what happens with with teams, which is why it's really cool that you know Golden State's doing what they're doing in the past the Bulls. I forgot the about. Like that. I forgot
0: about that. Should definitely be a topic that we talking uh, about today.
1: Yeah, but what, what's really cool about that is that that level of consistency that over four years teams have not completely. Figured them out, yeah. I think the Rockets did a really good job last year when they came out to switching defenses against them. They gave them some problems. Where well, they held Golden State under 100 points like four times last year in mm-hmm. the in playoffs, which is amazing. Yeah, you, so like you know, trade they, away the guys though. Yeah. You know, so it kind of like they kind of start to come up with a formula. And what's happening right now when I'm watching with the Rockets, our team's starting to come up with a formula how to slow them down, especially when James isn't there. Yeah. That you know that high power offense isn't as high power. You know, teams are starting to figure it out. And I think year to year. I think that's the issue. I think you look at any sport with the Patriots uh, and football, you mm. know, uh, Spurs of all these years, where people start to figure out the Spurs too, but, but Popovich completely changed the system. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. People started to figure them out, you know. That's why they got DeRozan. You know, and, and you know, they start to play over oh, the last five years. They played a lot faster instead of playing – Uh, High low, high High post, Mm -hmm. you know, and things like that, like they were doing in the past. They play real fast. Now Now they're shooting threes. You know, they're shooting threes. So I think, you know, just uh, that little consistency, you know, from teams year to year, I think it's pretty amazing that, you know, we've seen people like Golden State do what they do, and the Rockets look like as amazing as they were last year teams started figuring them out, and now they have to try to change something, do something a little different, to kind of open it up for them again, because I think, yeah, people, them just spreading it out and a lot of iso ball, people are starting to figure it out, and it's not as effective as it was last year. Who was that one win that we had against? The Lakers. Uh, Lakers. (laughs) Speaking of sorry teams, the Lakers stink as well. Yes. Uh, And Kind of going into them again, you know. Mm, I I would like just talking about them. I would, yeah, right. I I would like to say that you know they've been playing against some really good teams and stuff. They can't get over the hump. They played against some okay teams. Mm. They beat Denver. Yeah, they did beat Denver, which Mm. is a big, which I thought was going to make it turn around for them, and Mm. then they come back and you know. (laughs) I I want it. It's it's not on LeBron, is it? It. (laughs) But, you know, last few games, Lonzo hasn't looked particularly well. Uh, Mm. Rondo, as a vet, made a bad decision. I thought the other night when they were down three, he had a wide open layup and passed up on the layup. I didn't understand that. Yeah. uh, You know, they just seemed like. He
0: didn't. I don't know why they tried to say, like, he bobbled the ball.
1: No. He caught it clean. He He was right at the rim. Yeah, he just decided not to take a layup with 14 seconds left and then it in and foul them, and then hopefully they miss a, a layup. I mean, miss a free throw. Yeah, and it's a one possession game. They'll play still. the percentages, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, so and then they end up taking a terrible shot. Ugh, terrible and those shot. are signs of a bad team. Mm-hmm. I think uh, mediocre teams do mediocre things like that, and mm-hmm. so they're obviously talented enough to be in games, mm-hmm. but. Again, they're not talented enough. Well, I'm going to say they're not talented enough. They I, They again, haven't shown it. They, <laughs> they're not good enough, though, to finish games. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I mean, can they turn it around? Yes, but again, when you play in the Western Conference, get into these slow starts, they bite you in the butt. I'm going to ask you, are they a playoff team? I
0: think I've asked it before. Are the Lakers a playoff team? Are they even an eighth seed right now to you?
1: They're talented enough. To be a playoff team, but are they good enough? They haven't, sh- they haven't shown themselves to be good enough. Yet. All
0: I heard last year, LeBron year fifteen, LeBron year fifteen. This is year sixteen now. There's a possibility they don't make the playoffs. Yeah, uh, they're in the
1: West now. This ain't the East. Yeah, yeah. Turning on in the West, it's just hard, man. Yeah, you, know? you can't do it, and that's why I'm disappointed in the Rockets as well because we're um, not a playoff team. At 1-5, they didn't lose their fifth game until after Christmas last year. Mm. And now they have five losses. They haven't even made it out of (laughs) October. They have five losses already. Mm -mm. And they didn't lose their fifth game until right around Christmas last year. So, I I want them to get out this funk, but it's going to be hard, man. You don't want to start off slow.
0: We're not good. (laughs) We're just not good. Okay, I, I did want to transition into the NFL, but I, there was something I almost completely forgot about. Clay Thompson, my goodness, fourteen threes, and you know what? When I, because I didn't, I didn't. I mean, I was asleep. so I wake up the next morning. and I see Clay Thompson breaks the record for threes. I'm like, dang! I was like, he hit fourteen. I'm like, okay. If Clay Thompson hit fourteen, I, it, it automatically makes me think about. Um, the game he had, the couple of games he had before yeah. where he, you know, he did it quick. Yeah. So, Steph Curry, the threes that he hit when he broke the record, uh, no, when he tied the record, that was against OKC. Yeah. And then when he broke the record, I think it was against Orlando or yeah. something. It was some trash team. And, and it took him to, all the way to the fourth quarter, like late yeah. in the fourth quarter. Clay Thompson did it in 26 minutes
1: in the third quarter. And remember, yeah, the game – was a year and a half ago, two years ago, where he scored to 60 mm-hmm. in, like, 30 minutes without yeah. taking more than 11 dribbles or and, something like that. And he had a game where he had 38 and a quarter. Yeah. So, it, he may be uh, the most, and I'm about to make up a word real quick, uh, microwavable player yeah. in the league. The fact that he may get hotter than any player in the league, and when he's on, it's absolutely nothing. Anybody can do, yeah. It, it, and and this is a league that has great hell. This is a team that has <laughs> yeah, right. two of the most microwavable players. Mm-hmm. On and he may be the most microwavable. I'm pretty sure it's not a word. Yeah. player of them all. No, I think is, I, I think microwavable is a word. Actually. <laughs> I look on the back of the instructions. Cooking yeah. instructions I think I've seen that word. And so I, I think the Golden State is so sick right now, man. And granted, thing, about it, I don't think they're as deep as the teams they've had, like the 73-1 team that did the yeah. championship. I don't think they're as deep as that team. But the fact that your third best player is capable of putting up 50 and 60 points. I give them 70 wins this year, though. you will get 70. Sick. I think it's sick that you your third best player can score 50 or 60.
0: I've been saying this for the longest. No one ever listens to me. I've been saying that Klay Thompson is the greatest shooter of all time. Nobody wants to hear me. Everybody just thinks Steph, Steph, Steph. No. Yeah. No, it's not Steph. And Steph, like, don't be me wrong, Steph can shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. He, I think he hit 97 threes out of 100 in practice yeah, one time. That's ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. That's, that's, yeah. I mean, come on. But Clay. Man, come on. This is a game we're talking about. 14-3. Yeah. He didn't play the whole game like yeah, Steph he did. he didn't play, he didn't play the
1: fourth quarter. He didn't play almost he – he only played a little bit of the third. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And they had 149 points. Yeah. Uh, the Bulls should be ashamed of themselves. Michael Jordan's rolling over in his grave right now. Oh, man. my goodness. <laughs> it is – I mean, I think the Bulls had what? They had over 100. Yeah. I mean, nobody's playing
0: defense. Yeah. Who cares,
1: but – Yeah. He, I mean, my gosh, man. Yeah, he's a uh, – I would say – Definitely, I think people try to say Steph's the greatest shooter ever because he can do how, what he does off the dribble as well. Yeah. but the catch and shoot period. No, catch and shoot is not. It's not a question. I think. I think uh, uh, Clay and Ray Allen are probably the best catch and shoot guys I've seen. Yeah, but yeah, you know, I think you know people give the edge to Steph because he can catch and shoot, and he does a lot of stuff off the dribble.
0: Off the dribble, but you know what? That off of the dribble, like, that's what the, that's their go to line. Well, Steph can do it off the dribble. It's a jack. It's a jack. It's like, okay, you can shoot, but that's a jack. Like you, you can't you yeah, can't it's not do. always a
1: good shot. Yeah, I mean come it's not, on. It's man. not a
0: shot that would a coach necessarily. Exactly. Like how many times have we seen Steph take bad shots? He's the he's the best bad shot maker. <laughs> Him and J.R. Smith. Right. But Steph, yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Nah, okay, Steph's the best shooter off the dribble. He's not the best pure shooter. Yeah. I'm giving it to Clay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think guys Clay. Uh Ray Allen, uh even go old school, Dale Ellis, uh even like, Mark, dad's like, dad's like Mark friend. Price too. Yeah, yeah, Mark Price, yeah. Those guys just catching and shooting the basketball. Craig or, Hodges. Craig Hodges, another one. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, then you know the great Larry Legend, mm-hmm. Larry Bird. Larry Bird is so good. They we're talking about three point shooters, but Larry, Larry Bird get from, from inside outside. Oh man, yeah. You know, he he can shoot from everywhere, bank shot, big range. Shoot. No, he had a game where he played left handed. Like you know, the dude was sick, man. <laughs>
0: and you know what? And this is this is another point for me. I'm a, I'm gonna move on to the next uh, part of In the news after this. If Steph Curry is the greatest shooter of all time, how come he only has one three point? Contest trophy? Why? If you're the greatest, and this is nobody's guarding you, if you are the greatest, you should have more than one. He only has one. Even Clay got one.
1: I think. How many has he competed? I know he's been a lot. He's been a lot. No, he lost to Clay and he lost to Eric Gordon. He's been in a lot. He's been in like he's been in like five. He's only won
0: one time. No, no, I'm not giving you that. (laughs) I'm not giving you that. If you're the greatest shooter. You got one. That's like saying you're the greatest dunker, but you got you ain't never been in dunk contest. Yeah. Or you only got one dunk championship. Somebody,
1: somebody say that about LeBron?
0: I mean, mean, he's not the greatest dunker. He's not. not. He's not. So. Uh.
1: Yeah.
0: You know that. One. Okay. You know what, Steph? Sell it right here this year, because now everybody thinks it's y'all two. Sell it this year. Let's see y'all both get in the three point contest. And if I, I got clay, I'm sorry, I just got clay. And whoever wins, because I know they'll end up in the finals, then that's the greatest shooter of all time. Yeah. Put it all on the table right now.
1: You know, sometimes those three-point contests are a battle of attrition, too. I, I was in one a long time ago. Yeah. I think I was 17 years old. By the time you get to the third rack, you can get tired. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you can get tired. So it's like, it's what, 25 attempts? Yeah, 25 attempts in a short period of time, and... And you, people think that, you know, shooting is ty- isn't is tiring. It actually, oh, it's tiring. Yeah, It actually is. So,
0: I've been in a three-point contest, too, but not 25. Not 25 <laughs> balls. That's a lot of
1: basketballs.
0: Not yeah. 25. But,
1: no, I need to see that.
0: I need to see him win more than yeah. one to just call him the greatest. Yeah. Because I mean, Larry got way more than that and yeah. Craig Hodges. Yeah. I think Larry ended up
1: winning, like, three in a row on yeah. the last one he called it. And he missed one shot. Yeah, I think. You know, so those. I mean, you know, for for his, for his own personal bragging rights, he needs that. He, he
0: probably does need another one. He need, he definitely needs it. Y'all can't just it. say he the best
1: and he only got <laughs>
0: one. Like, no, I'm not giving him that. No. Okay, let's move on. Uh, the Houston Texans. Yeah, they have won five in a row. Yeah, we got a big matchup this week heading into the bye against the Denver Nuggets, and we acquire Demarius Thomas yeah, for a fourth round and a third round pick. That is a heck of a move because we just lost Will Fuller mm-hmm. and I think that's big for us. So now teams can they can they okay, we lost Will Fuller, now we don't got our guard at the top. Oh, now we're going to key in on on uh, DeAndre Hopkins. No sir. Mm-hmm. You cannot do that now. Yeah. So that definitely leaves him still able to operate.
1: Yeah. I think uh it's all about the uh like, especially with football, probably more than any other sport. It's all about the coaching. Mm-hmm. I think uh, if – Don't get me started on our coaching. <laughs> if, but if, if, I think if they can utilize him correctly on the outside, uh, hopefully we get, uh get Kiki Kuti back. We mm, need him uh, too, You know, and, and he can really operate on the outside. I know that he's more of a possession guy. But coming out of college, he actually ran 4-3 coming out of college. So, I, mean, I think that was his pro day. Yeah, at the day. uh At the combine,
0: he had like a high 4-4. Yeah. yeah. And
1: so, you know, if, if we could get him – like I say, I'm pretty sure he doesn't have that blazing speed anymore. But just to, to be that threat, so mm-hmm. they're just not sitting guys on top of Hopkins. Mm-hmm. I mean, that'd be huge. And you know, the offensive line has a, a heartbeat now. So yes. just the, you know, <laughs> look good. The, the, the just Is Davenport out of the lineup. <laughs> he a... actually still sticking around. Oh my gosh, he's still sticking around, and he gets beat pretty bad sometimes. Oh, my but, you know, uh, Watson saves him. Uh, you know, coming oh, his scrambling ability. But... I just
0: I just pray that he's not matched up with Von
1: Oh God. Well, that's well. I mean, they they've been using the two tight ends yeah. to help chip. So I mean, they had to continue to do that. Yes, especially this week. Yeah, <laughs> they have to continue to do that. But I mean, I think it is impressive. Say what you want to say about Bill O'Brien. Um, oh. He has those guys still fighting. I think when they went down on three, I think especially after the Giants lost, they probably could have packed the season mm. eight right there. They could have definitely quit on the guy. And so whatever he does or says. He keeps them playing hard. He almost
0: so, had us on four against the Colts, yeah. but that coach <laughs> gave us a win and propelled our season.
1: Hey, I mean, speaking of John, look at the look at the situation of John's in. Where they basically packed in their season. Oh, they're done. You know they packed in their season. So the fact that Texas didn't do that, uh, I, I, it shows a lot about, I guess, somewhat about their character. And whatever he does, or maybe it's something that's internal with them. They've been able to continue to fight and, and not give up on the season. And now they're in prime position. Not only are they in prime position with being first in the division, but, you know, if they win and go six and three. Uh, That's going to lock it up. Yeah, and let's say New England or somebody just happens to lose this week. They're right in position for one of those top two seeds, you mm-hmm. know, if they win this week. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it all means something. And, you know, they could use a bye. I, instead of them having to play that wild card game, if they can get a bye, you know, and, and having to play, you know, one of those. I mean, it's not once you get in the playoffs, it's not easy. Period. Yeah. But if you get in, in and have a a home game, uh, in the second round, that'd be huge.
0: You yeah. know. All you gotta do is win that, and you' one
1: game away from the Super, Super Bowl. yeah. So if, like I said, they get one of those top two seeds and have a home game in the second round, going into the uh to the the conference championship, that'd be huge. So I
0: believe Kansas City will cool off. Yeah. Well,
1: sure. historically over the last twenty years, that's what they do. They're gonna
0: cool off, and I think I think Patrick Mahomes being young, I think he's gonna contribute to that. Yeah. But he got weapons, man. Yeah, he
1: has weapons, and man. I don't want to see them
0: at not at home, not away. I don't want us to see them. Yeah. Because I don't think our I don't think our defense can can match up with them at all. No,
1: I mean he's been embarrassingly good. He's been embarrassing the league. But what we have seen over the last three weeks, though, he's thrown four interceptions. Yeah, he's throwing them now. He's getting a little radical. Yeah, he he went having 18 touchdowns and no interceptions. To now, he's thrown four in the last three weeks. So, maybe some of that youth is starting to expose itself. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll see. Uh, I I think going forward, you know, I don't want to match up with him. I don't. (laughs) I absolutely don't want no part of them. But as the time goes on. AFC Championship, I'll take it.
0: But yes. not early. I want and, to see them early. And more and
1: more film is put out there. You know, we'll see. Romeo Cornell's been known, his defense has been known to get stronger as the year goes on, mm-hmm. which we're seeing now. I don't think they were very good week one and two. No. But, you know, since then, they've kind of stepped it up. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens.
0: And Kareem, uh, reportedly Kareem, is going back to corner. Corner.
1: He has no choice. I would have liked them to have made a deal for Patrick Peterson. <sighs> But I mean, I think they're probably giving up too much. With them giving up the fourth rounder for Demaris Thomas, they definitely have to probably give a first rounder for Patrick Peterson. Mm-hmm. And in one trade deadline to give up that many picks. That's a lot. it has been a lot for this take. That's
0: mortgaging our whole future.
1: Yeah. But with that being said,
0: you know We'll be going for it though.
1: Yeah, you you give up first rounder for Patrick Peterson. Whoever you was probably going get in the first round, it's probably not gonna be better than Patrick Peterson anyway. Yeah. So that'd been the only plus with that. But again, like I say Draft picks mean so much in the NFL. All right. It's been fun, guys.
0: Um, Week three coming up. We got some good games. Hopefully, I will go to an O in my predictions. Uh, Amen. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Uh, Tune in next week uh, for the podcast. Everyone's a Critic. Episode 81 coming to you soon. I'm Johnny Gill. We're out.